Well, we're going to make a big splash on this special edition of the Public Record Podcast. I'm managing editor Ken Allen, and my guest today are some representatives from CV Water Counts. You may have seen their public service announcements in the printed edition of the paper. Lorraine Garcia, Communication Manager and PIO for the Coachella Valley Water District, CVWD, as we sometimes call it, and Sochi Pena, Outreach Specialist for the Desert Water Agency. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Uh, Lorraine, why don't you tell us what uh, CV Water Counts is? CV Water Counts is a collaboration of all the water agencies in our area, including, uh, of course, Coachella Valley Water District, uh, City of Coachella's Coachella Water Authority, Desert Water Agency, uh, City of Indio's Indio Water Authority, Mission Springs Water District, and Myoma Dunes Water Company. And we work together to bring awareness to our community and educate about conservation. So we've had a lot of rain this season. Is uh, water still a concern? I would say that according to the reservoir levels and where the state is right now, um, yes, even though there are some parts of the area of the state where maybe the reservoir levels aren't as high as others, but they still have filled up to a point where we're getting 100% of our imported water supplies this year. Well, that's terrific. But the fact is we live in a desert, so a drought is always a concern. Is that fair to say? That's correct. I would say that no matter what's happening throughout the state, that we are in a hot, dry, arid climate here, and so water conservation should always be top of mind, even though we do work to prepare for every drought that comes about. And so it just makes sense to make conservation a way of life. Now, keeping in mind the public record is a business news weekly and our audience is primarily a business audience, I observed during the depths of the drought here recently that uh, restaurants uh, were still bringing you water without asking and refilling your iced tea even though you had weren't going to have any more uh, and refilling your coffee. Is that a practice we should continue to discourage? I would say refilling beverages is okay. Um, I think the concern usually is if someone's not going to drink the water that's served. Um, you know, it takes you know maybe about seven to eight glasses of water to wash that glass of water, and so that's the part that's wasteful. But if someone's drinking the beverages, you know that's fine. And so even though even when there's not a drought emergency, we always ask uh, our businesses to be mindful of their water use. And there are actually a lot of restaurants who have taken up the practice to let customers ask for water or have the servers ask. And you're recommending we should continue and, that uh, practice, you know, right? That's, that's correct. Yeah, I think that's a great practice. And I know that uh, during the you know drought restrictions, we provided table uh, tents for businesses to put on their tables um, so that customers, if they wanted water and were thirsty, they could ask for it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I believe that it is a, a great practice. When I go to restaurants with a variety of people, um, a lot of times, you know, they would be served their water and they don't drink water and it's just sitting there. 
Um, so when I'm finished with my water, I drink some of theirs so it doesn't go to waste. But uh, but I see that happening a lot. So um, I, I you know I believe that is a good practice as well. And customers can do their part too. I know when they come over and want to refill my iced tea or my water or my coffee or lemonade or whatever, I always wave them off and say, you know, I've, I've had enough. I, I don't want, need to waste uh, any water there. That's a great way to do it. You know, when they come around wanting to refill and if you've already had your limit, then, you know, you can just go, say, go ahead and say, you know, I'm, I'm good. What other ways can businesses save water? Go ahead. <laughs> no, well, I was just going to bring bring up the the variety of rebates that uh, businesses can participate. Um, you know, in a, in addition to you know uh, homeowners, um, but uh, I know at DWA and all the other uh, water agencies, we do uh, provide a variety of incentives that they can utilize to to help save water. Um, I know, you know, for example. You know, just like a homeowner, they can, you know, replace glass, um, you know, get a smart controller, um, you know, do a lot of uh, water savings outside. Um, but I know at DWA, we also provide business uh, toilet incentives, um, you know, where, um, you know, if a business has, you know, a number of toilets, um, they can utilize our uh, replacement program. But also starting later this year at DWA, we're doing uh, what we're calling a business or a hospitality package where we can actually go into the business, identify ways that, that can help them save water. And, uh, you know, we'll, we provide them with a report, you know, that shows, um, you know, what we saw. And, you know, we could even provide um, specialized incentives uh, depending on what type of business they are. Now, how do they get that survey? Do they contact the CV Water Counts or do they do that through their water agency? Well, what's great about CV Water Counts is that on their website, um, they have all these rebates that all the agencies provide um, in one area. So mm -hmm. they can, you know, just go to cvwatercounts.com, and if they know their water agency, um, they can find the various rebates that their water agency provides. And if uh, they don't know who their water agency is, because, you know, that does happen, um, we have a very helpful map on the website where uh, they can, you know, see what, you know, type in their address, see where they're located, and find their water agency. And you had mentioned earlier the uh, table tents. Are they available through the website, too? So I know for the DWA, we provide those table tents for our, uh, our business, the businesses located in our uh, service area. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, they would need to contact us personally. Okay, so that's only available yeah, to CVWD customers. Is that what I hear? Each agency has their own um, service area and provides rebates for their service area and customers and any other materials such as those table tents. So I would recommend that customers find out who their water agency is and contact them directly either through their website or giving them a call. Where does our water come from? Is it all the Colorado River? No, actually we're lucky to have a big groundwater basin, also known as an aquifer, underneath our valley floor. And we pump water from the groundwater and groundwater basin and deliver it to homes and businesses. We use Colorado River water to resupply that, that aquifer so that everything we're taking out we're putting back in as well. 
is the aquifer also recharged from, say, Mount San Jacinto snowfall? It's a very small amount. Is but it? natural runoff does, oh. yes. Uh, compared to, so there's a misconception. If you've noticed, if anybody's noticed that there's a lot of water running through the Whitewater Channel there under the I-10 freeway near Palm Springs, um, it's actually a very small amount of natural runoff but it's mostly imported water since we're getting 100% of our supplies this year. And that means we will, be re we will be delivering that water to our replenishment facility to put back into the aquifer. And so just as a comparison, we expect about 25 to 50 cubic feet per second of snowmelt, natural runoff, throughout the spring snowmelt time. And the number that we're getting in imported supplies is up to 750 cubic feet per second. That's a huge difference. Do you have any way of calculating where the groundwater supply is, you know, 80%, 100%? There's any metric for that? Yeah, there's what's called monitoring wells. We have reports that tell us where we're at and whether we're in balance or near balance, and so the 10-year average is near balance. And balance means what exactly? Is that 100% or...? It's hard to say 100% since the groundwater basin changes. Uh -huh. Some areas are harder to replenish, some areas don't have as much depth, and some are very deep. So the only way to measure it is by those monitor wells, and they what they look at is from the surface of the ground to, you know, where the well is, is being drilled, you know, how much water is near the surface. And so it's a little more complicated than just saying 80 or 100%. But balance is what we're looking for. That's our goal, is to replenish enough water into the groundwater basin to make it sustainable for future droughts and future customers. And so we've been replenishing since the 70s, actually. So CV Water Counts, uh, you're putting public service announcements on the radio, in the newspapers. Do you have a, a, a presentation you go around and do to service clubs and chambers of commerce? Is that available uh, on request? Uh, yeah, we do a number of public presentations, outreach and community events. And so we can do it either through the CV Water Counts group or each individual agency does that for their customers in their service area. What is the impact of population growth in the valley? Are we able to accommodate some additional growth uh, in the near future? I know there was a big controversy about a property Disney wanted to put in with a, that would use a lot of water resources. Um, are, are we kind of at the, uh, the end point of where we can really accommodate more users in the valley? Actually, you know, those are things that we plan for. Mm-hmm. Uh, agencies do what's called long-term planning. And so within that planning, we look at population growth and we look at what cities and counties are looking at for their master plans, you know, not only for new businesses, but also new residential communities. And so all of that is taken into consideration. And so it gets put into those long-term plans. And, we, and whenever there's a new business, a shopping center, a, um, something like what you were just describing that has homes and shopping and 
you know, other areas that will use water, we do what's called a water supply assessment. And it looks at how much water use that particular business will use, or even, you know, zoned residential uh, community. And it looks at the 20, a 20-year 20 period. And so it will look at you know, dry years, multiple dry years, and then um, normal, maybe a normal year and wet years. And so it's, it estimates how much that would use and whether it's sustainable over that period of time. And so there's a number of ways to make sure that we're using water, uh, you know, efficiently when we, when we get new businesses into our valley or get new residential communities built. And so within all of that long-term planning, we have to work with the cities and counties that are, that are planning for this and also approving these projects. And it sounds like the water agencies are weighing in on uh, developing these properties for efficient water use, uh, low water landscaping, and so on. Is that correct? That's true. We have what's called landscape ordinance, and um. it says... Yeah, it says how much water that should be used outdoors. And so, you know, if a business wants to use more water in one area, then their landscaping is going to have to be very efficient. And same goes with indoor water use, you know. And, and of course, mostly all of the appliances and fixtures that are going to be put in now, if it's a new business, or residential area, they're going to be efficient. The technology has gotten better, and everything on the market is is a lot more efficient than it used to be. We're talking about water conservation, and my guests from CB Water Counts, Lorraine Garcia from the Coachella Valley Water District, and Soshi Pena from the Desert Water Agency. We'll continue with the Public Record Podcast after this short break. Multimedia dominates business communications today. 83% of consumers prefer multimedia information over printed text. YouTube demos and product reviews, tutorials, documentaries, explainers and new business presentations, TV and radio commercials, infomercials, live event announcements, kiosk and exhibit narrations, telephone voice prompts, and so much more. But don't choose just any voice to represent your brand. Ken Allen Voices offers a team of veteran male and female broadcast talent who can deliver that professional network television sound that makes your message stand out from the clutter. Ken Allen Voices can also turn your messaging ideas into a finished script optimized for spoken performance. Ken Allen Voices' state-of-the-art recording studio can also clean up many noisy video dialogue tracks with specialized software that works like Photoshop for audio. Visit KenAllenVoices.com. Hey, Coachella Valley, we're in a drought. We all need to reduce water use by 15%. That's about 12 gallons per person per day. Together, we can do this. And it's easier than you think. Water your yard during non-daylight hours. More water will reach the roots and less water will evaporate. Help save our most precious resource. For more ways to save, visit cvwatercounts.com. Every drop counts. Meet Mariah. When she was two, she suffered life-threatening facial injuries. Thanks to generous Lifestream blood donors, Mariah received the blood she needed that helped save her life. Every day, people of all ages are in life-threatening situations, and blood is needed every day. We need your help. Please donate. 
We can't save lives without you. Call 800-TRY-GIVING or visit lstream.org. Since we're talking about new development, can you speak to gray water at all? Are we maxed out on recycling all of the uh, semi-treated water for golf courses and landscaping and so on? Uh, no, there's there's definitely more that we can recycle, and Coachella Valley Water District is working on future plans for that, and more in the East Valley since we're doing a lot mid-valley right now in Palm Desert. But there's there's more that can be done, and we continue to connect more golf courses to our non-potable system. And so we're connecting four more this year, and mm. every year we continue to connect more. Is that gray water suitable for agricultural use, or is it still too dirty for that? No, it's actually, um, there are many beneficial uses of, and it's, it's actually, we call it non-potable water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's water that is either collected from wastewater treatment, um, from our, our wastewater collection system, and we treat it to a third level. And so it's, it can be used for irrigation on grass and fields, but it can also be used on agriculture as well. And, and those are things we're looking at for the East Valley. You know, at, at DWA, we, you know, provide recycled water as well um, to, you know, city parks, medians, um, uh, and, and golf courses. Not quite as many as, you know, in the East Valley, you know, as uh, CVWD does. Um, but we, you know, we are trying to, um, uh, you know, increase uh, our recycled water usage, and um, we we plan on adding another park uh, to our recycled uh, water facility. So we are kind of excited about that because, you know, obviously, um, you know, that does help save water when you can use recycled water, and it reduces the demand on the aquifer. So that's why um, we uh, we do work to expand our uh, recycled water usage. You've established a uh, Water Counts Academy. Yeah, so uh, Water Counts Academy, um, I, I think we've had that since uh, CV Water Count launched back in, uh, what, 2017? And, uh, you know, it's just an annual um, academy uh, that, uh, for the public, it's open to the public, and they are able to learn about all types of uh, water issues and uh, local water issues, um, you know, specifically here in uh, the Valley. Academy, uh, you know, alumni have gone on to hold important leadership roles in the water. Um, you know, DWA, for example, one of our board members is a Water Counts Academy graduate. I did a film for CVWD some years back, and I remember there was a segment in the film it was an overview film of what you do. And there was a segment that involves school children. So I think you have some sort of a outreach to schools. You want to tell us a little bit about what that is, Lorraine? Yeah, Coachella Valley Water District has a education program. And we go into K-12 schools. And we also do some, some presentations and tours for college students as well. And we help them with uh, projects. And we talk about water science conservation, history, and the water cycle, and all kinds of fun water-related information. And we do that through presentations, uh, little projects, and um, we even do community events. Interesting. You know, it's funny. I was just thinking as you were talking, it 
we don't give much thought to water. We turn on the faucet, it's there. We don't think about the infrastructure behind it. Uh, what are the career opportunities in this field? Is this something that young people should consider, and what kinds of jobs are there? Yeah, we actually, through our education program and human resources, we do a lot of career days. And it's, it's amazing how many jobs are available in water. Mm-hmm. You can do anything from being an automotive technician working on heavy equipment and vehicles to accounting in the finance department to communication and multimedia. And we also have engineering jobs and administration, so many different things that can be done, even electricians and that sort of thing. And so we have been this year going into the classrooms and teaching students about what's available in the water world for, uh, for jobs. Well, terrific. Any final thoughts? I would just say keep up the good work, keep saving water for future generations by making conservation a way of life. Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you. I agree. My guests have been Lorraine Garcia, Communications Manager and PIO for the Coachella Valley Water District, CBWD, and Soshi Pena, Outreach Specialist for the Desert Water Agency that serves the Palm Springs area. The Public Record Podcast is a public service of the Public Record, the Coachella Valley's Business News Weekly. I hope you enjoyed today's show and will select that subscribe button with your favorite podcasting host and be sure to tell your friends. I'm Managing Editor Ken Allen, reminding you to make someone's day with something nice to say. Until next time.